What is going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Dusty Dimes. TJ, how are you, man? Good, man. How are you? Not too shabby. Not too shabby. So, man, I don't even know really where to start this one today. Oh, because, dude, a lot man. of shit's been going on in the NHL, like the trades and, you know, Luanga retires today after 19 seasons. Sad, sad day. Man, like the memes are already going around. Like, sweet Lou. Like, it just sucks, man. Like, I wish you – no offense to Florida Panthers. Like, I really wish you would have, you know, retired with a different team. But, oh, well. It is what it is. But uh, I guess the kind of piss in someone's Cheerios today, Elliot signs one-year deal with the Flyers. Are you fucking kidding me? Dude, when <laughs> when, when, I, when I saw that, I when I saw that, I had to screenshot it and send it to you right away. Bro, like, Cam Talbot's a free agent. Like, why? Why would you bring him here for two fucking games? Mm. I don't know, man. What are they going to do with Newbie? He's still on IR. Dude, I, I'm <laughs> just I'm – at, I'm at loss of words, man. Yeah, exactly. So, it's like it, – it's basically one of those things that every Flyers fan's host are like, oh, we got Fletcher in. Like, this goalie situation is going to finally be resolved. And he picks Elliot. Why? Like, what? What am I missing? Yeah, no kidding. Uh, that like that's the only thing that I, I just need to know. It's like, what am I missing? And and the one thing that I need to talk about too is like talking about Luanga retiring and stuff like that. But like, I forgot about Brooks Orpik. He announced that he is retirement after 15 seasons. Uh, yeah, poor guy. Yesterday. Yeah, poor guy. It sucks, man. I actually, he was a good player. I I literally had no negatives to about him like he, nah, was, he was he was a legend he i i think he, he really was legend. but like it's kind of if you want to speak about legends i guess you could say you know patrick marlowe he's been around for a while right but do you think he's able to play like another season i yeah i think he could i think he can go another you know year or two you think he's gonna pull the arm yarder just throw like the weighted uh ankle fo- or the ankle weights on yeah he's got to go back out west though who do you think will pick him up out west if anything like top two teams, top three teams. I'm gonna say the Ducks. Uh, well, I really can't say that I can disagree with you on that one because I could see that. I could see him going to a Ducks for one year for like two, three million. Two, three, uh, even three mils, like pushing it for him. But it is Patrick Marlowe, so I don't know, man. I don't know. He still finds a way to like get points up. Get a couple assists, like, you know, going through the season and whatnot. So, like, it's not a bad player, especially for his age. I agree. I agree. But, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we have uh, ARHL legend Zach Romig. Legend's a little strong. Legend. <laughs> legend. How's it going, gentlemen? Man? I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? Not too bad. Not too bad. So, I guess my first question right off the bat. What's it like playing this dickhead TJ in men's league? Or do you play you know, with him? Yeah, it I played with him and against him and I can say, you know, oh, it's uh he by far has the hardest shot of anyone I face. So that tells you a lot about what the what the type of talent in our league is. Um, you know, he's he's very skilled and he's very sneaky with his shooting, but he's also one of those guys that is fun to play against cuz he's always talking to you and I love the chatter. So it's fun. It's really fun. Now, is it is his go-to just the wind-up clap bomb, or is he actually allowed to be a little shifty? 
when he wants to, he gets shifty, but he loves to come in from the point and he, he lines it up and, and you know, it's coming. So it's, it's, it's a good time. It's kind of one of those things. Like if I, I don't know, man, I could never strap the pads on and just take like a hundred plus mile hour stops. Like even if it's 80 plus dude, I, it's one of those things like, no, I'm good. I'm so good. You guys can do that job all day. Give you so much credit. It's, you know, it takes a, I think it's a unique breed. The more goalies you meet, the more you understand they're fundamentally mentally unstable. But yeah, you got to do there's nothing world. Like, especially yeah, before there... a game, it's just like, you know what? I'm not going to talk to you guys. You can do your thing. Yeah. That's but there's even, nothing. That's not even Zach, man. Zach holds a fucking full fledged conversation with you in the locker room. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, there's nothing more fun in the world because, you know, you're the last line of defense. You, you get, you know, all the excitement. There's, there's nothing better than it. No, absolutely. And Zach, since you're a goaltender, right? Yeah. Are you who? Who's your NHL team right now? Uh, I've been a diehard Red Wings fan my whole life. A Wings fan, really? Yeah. Wow. It's it's all because Dominic Hasek is is my all time favorite uh favorite player. So Nicholas Cronwall, man. I mean, legend in my yeah. in my eyes. I mean, I grew up watching him literally Cronwall people since I was like ten years old. It that guy was a beast every time I saw him on TV. Last of a dying breed, you know. You know, Scott Stevens's of the world don't exist anymore. He's kind of the last of that that type of player. But do you think Bertuzzi might step in and try to fill that role, or is he get? Do you think he he's gonna kind of turn into like either finesse or like a playmaker? Uh, yeah, I think they'll fit him more to a, a different role. I think the league in general has tried to move away from that. You can see it, too, man, especially with the younger talent coming up in the league. Like, it's more finesse guys. I mean, if you look at the top 10 guys drafted in this past draft, uh, only one of them was a defenseman. Yeah, not only that, look at look at their heights and weights. I mean, they're, they're tiny guys. It's yeah. not – you're not taking the big bruisers anymore. You're, you're taking skill, speed guys. But do you think, like – Say, for instance, the top three guys, right? The, the third guy was a, there was the only defenseman, and he went to Colorado. But you have Hughes and Capo Caco, or right, Capo Caco. I always yeah. mess his name up. Yeah. But who do you think might – like, you know how everyone has big expectations for the t- number one, number two guy. Do you think a defenseman might be able to, like, slip slip that by them this year? Like, because you know some guys are really inconsistent going into the, their first year as an NHL rookie. Some of them are nervous. Like, I don't know, man. I would love to see, like, a defenseman do better than a forward in this year, I would say. Well, I think anytime you have a severe swing in evaluation to forwards or goaltenders or defensemen, the opportunity for the other side to outperform becomes really realistic. And I think that's exactly what you're describing right now. The opportunity for a defenseman to be undervalued and really step up and kind of blow everyone away I think this is a great year for that. No, absolutely. And that's going to be one thing I'm excited to see, too, because, like, even if you look at playoffs this past year, you had a last-place team in, what, January? Now they're Stanley Cup champions. So, like, look what next year is going to bring to, like bring to the table. You got P.K. Subban going to, like, New Jersey Devils, and then you got yep. the Devils picking up a huge deal with Hughes. So it's like, I don't know, man, like – they're going to be a dangerous team on the East Coast. And it's like, I don't know, teams that you never really would think are going to be dangerous are going to be dangerous next season. No, absolutely. And that's one of the beautiful things about the NHL. It's, you know, the Penguins were all, all but unstoppable for, you know, close to a decade. And all of a sudden, they, they you know, they're weak. And even the Blackhawks were in on that that time, too. Yep. But even amongst that, you had a ton of a ton of teams that you wouldn't necessarily classify in the same level as them making making moves. And now – 
you're almost lacking those real superstars in the league right now. There's such a good dispersion of talent that I think, you know, realistically, anyone who makes a big move has a real shot. Um, I think that incentivizes teams to not give up and actually go for it, regardless of how the season starts. No, exactly. Now, now I got a question. That hopefully have an answer. Would you, if you were a GM, and you know where I'm going to go with this question when you hear the question, if you were a GM, would you go for like a straightforward guy to go down and snipe goals or shifty guys that like to do toe drags? Yeah, I'm going for the scores. Okay. Uh, you know, toe drags can get you into a lot of trouble, which uh, is something I think you're you, you might be a little bit more familiar with of late than. than yeah, we're going to talk. We're going to talk about that, Mike. <laughs> yeah, but I know, you know, you want I think if you go for the base skills, go for fundamentals, you, you can build off of that. I can see the argument that, you know, some of the some of the flashier moves are harder to teach and you can rebuild the fundamentals, but I'm more of a fundamentals guy and would rather build from the inside out. No, absolutely. And the biggest thing too, is like, especially looking at the NHL and not, I guess you can say the AHL as well, but a lot of guys that do have those like pure finesse, flashy moves, stuff like that. They just, they literally have it. You know what I mean? Like some guys are literally born with it or some guys just, you know, go in, shoot a hundred pucks in their driveways, like a 10 year old kid. But there's guys that are literally just born with great hands, and there's guys that just have to work hard for it. But even still, like, my hands are garbage. And it was one of those things that I worked hard almost every practice at, and I never could get good at it. And luckily, I was a defenseman, so I had a little bit of leeway. But sure, it, it was kind of it, – it, I don't know, man. It, watching these young kids, especially 18, 19, coming up to NHL and making it look so easy, it's not that easy for anyone that's listening. Like it is truly so hard, especially if you're a young kid playing hockey and trying to learn it. Your simple figure eights, like going through the gloves are one of the best drills you can learn. Yeah. It's, it's, there's absolutely some skills that I think are just beyond teachable where you have to be born with at least the ability to, to be able to do some of that stuff. But I think it's, it's also a reflection of think of how far hockey and the NHL has come over the last 15 years. I mean, you watch games on TV. Now the quality of product is so much higher and that's a credit to, you know, kids are watching and they're paying attention. They're seeing things. Hockey's way more accessible. Now there's more rinks. There's great minor league hockey going on. I mean, even, you know, local team for us is the Reading Royals. The Royals from when I was a kid and watching guys just, you know, beat the snot out of each other to now where you have some legit talent and you can, you know, there's guys that make it to the NHL out of there. It's a completely different game and it continues to grow. You know, hockey's, I think, one of the better sports to have watched over the last decade to to really see growth out of. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's kind of funny, too, because it was one of those things that – Kevin Gumas and when I was working with the Phantoms at the time he was he came up from the Royals and um, I remember the one time before that you know he came after practice he had like you know not the greatest day of practice apparently and uh, he was like just really down himself man but it was so funny because he even told me he's like you know even if you go out for practice every game it's basically like a tryout because even in the AHL or the coast you never know when you're gonna get called up or sent back down so it's kind of one of those things that you can practice so much and then still not accomplish something, but yet there's four guys behind you that are doing the same amount and that probably can do it. So it's like for him to say that, and he's a very talented player. Like I watched him for a couple seasons, man. 
And even when he played down the coast, it's like you can tell he just truly wanted it. But this industry is so tough to get up into, like, the farm system that it's almost like you have to get pre-scouted before you even get picked up by a pro team anymore. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, you need – you. it's not just talent. You, it's not just hard work, and it's not just talent. You need both of those, and then you need a little bit of luck on top of it, you know. And, you know, you guys can speak more to that than I can because I've always been garbage, and it was never a real thought for me. But, you know, I, I, I think that's generally that's generally true. You know, you need the talent. You need the hard work to improve on that. And then you need a couple things to break your way. You know, in any organization, there's going to be politics. I got to imagine, you know, minor league hockey sees just as much of that as, as any industry does. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And that's the biggest part. Like you said, it's kind of in any sport or any industry that you kind of fall into. It's you're going to find politics and it's just a part of the game. Like, I hate to say it, but when we were kids, we let the parents deal with that. You know what I mean? And we just showed up and played hockey. But yeah, yeah, absolutely. When you get older, uh, it's different. By the same token, if you don't, even if you have the talent, if you don't put in, put in the hard work, you're not going to find yourself in the position for success. So you still have to make that full commitment, but you know, there's, there's no guarantee about anything. You, you, you put in your all, you, you hope for the best. And if it works out, you know, that's, that's tremendous. And if not, you know, that's, that's, that's part of, that's part of the game. That's, that's how it works. Yeah. But I don't know, man, it's just, it's so tough to even talk about because like, there's so much going on in the league nowadays, man. Like, so many trades going around and like even if you look at like the free agent goalies like you have top goalies that are free agents this year i don't know it's just crazy how they haven't been really been picked up but i guess in the league there's not too many goalies right now that are needed yet yeah it's a weird i think it's a weird year for goalies in general you know this past season there was kind of a dearth of elite goaltending Mm -hmm. and i think i think this year you're gonna see i mean you saw it with bennington I think he's the tip of the iceberg. I think you're going to see a really big turnover in goaltender talent. I think you're going to see a lot of young guys coming up over the next two to three years. And getting their shot. And getting their shot. And you're going to see some real, you know, you're, lo- you're losing a lot of the old the old guard of goaltender now. Lund- the Lundquist, Corey Crawford, you know, how many years does Corey uh, have left? You're going to see that turnover. And I think you're going to see a lot of young guys step up and really fill those. It's funny that you say that, too, because Jordan Bennington, like you said, he was a rookie coming up into the season, and he played phenomenal. And that kind of reminds me of, like, a couple of goaltenders that actually, like, got their shot. Like, if you think about it, look at Darling when he was, you know, lights out for Chicago and, yep. you know, that Stanley, or that playoff run. So it's kind of one of those things you just never know what goalie's going to really, you know, outshine the next or stand on their head. Like, even Tukarask, he's a solid veteran goaltender played inconsistent in that last game. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I forget. I think well, TJ even said it. He was, or someone said it. He only had like five shots, and then all of a sudden, as soon as he got his sixth shot, he scored a weak one, and it's like, uh oh, not looking it, good. So yeah, it can it can happen quick. And, and you know that Matt Murray did the same thing. He they won a cup on on, on his back, and and he ended up essentially getting flurry traded. And he's he's not had an easy time coming out of that. So there's you know early success is no guarantee of future results. But I, I really think with the eight ages and the talent you're looking at, we're about to see you know a really good young goalie class come through here. You know what actually kind of just who? I don't know, sorry, let me rephrase that. 
You know what actually disappoints me that for a goalie to not win a cup, Henrik Lundqvist. Oh, it's he's funny. a bum. No, no. <laughs> Honestly, man, I, I I enjoy watching him, man. Like he was one of those guys that just I I don't think he had the right team in front of him. Uh, absolutely. I mean, Holpe almost kind of followed the same path. Yeah, the team didn't have the right goalie behind them. That's what uh, I don't know about I, that. No, Lundqvist deserved a cup. Uh, that's I, one thing I could say. Lundqvist, at, at least out of how many seasons he's played, he set some records, man. So, like, he, he – Oh, yeah, up, because like, he, he played he forever. Yeah, but at the same time, like, who was your backup? The, Glenn Healy. Good. <laughs> I'm good. No one – you yeah, might as right. well just put a fucking cone in after him. Like, <laughs> Listen, listen, so listen. Cool. I can't take away from his credits, but I can't let you just – shine a man who is a disrespectful human Alan, being. you're trying to tell me Hanky doesn't deserve a cup. And you're Hank deserves, back Hank deserves to ride his bicycle in New York City and get Absolutely hit by a not. bus. He's not Sean Avery. Wow. He's wow. not Sean Avery. Relax. Wow. Not so what are you guys all. doing? Where are you guys at right now? Uh, I know you're in Cali. How's Cali going? You're riding that trolley I'm, right I'm, now? Or I'm on the corner of Scott and Chestnut. Yeah, well, and, uh, watch out for the bloods over there. They're, they're pretty uh, serious. Nah, nah, the California is pretty cool to the homeless. I, uh, uh, I mean, every girl is stupid pretty. I'm not even going to front on you. And, what, like uh, your ex-wife type friendly, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, girl. yeah, yeah, yeah. I miss her, I miss her, but that's all right. Literally every girl here is pretty. Moms, grandmoms, <laughs> aunties, they're all pretty. It's reckless. The homeless people are the nicest people on the planet. They're like, excuse me, sir. Do you have more Grey Poupon? She says, yeah, fire. And then you go to New York and they're just pissing on your ankles. Yo, everyone has been so friendly to me. It's like the South, but the West. It's great. The southwest. Yes. <laughs> yes. Now there's a whole area of the country called the Southwest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they don't. That's all like. That's all deep rooted. Like, hey, uh, da, da, hey. It's, that's a lot of. Uh, origi- oh uh, it's a lot of deep rooted family and bloodlines out in the Southwest. This isn't the Southwest. It's the West with a South attitude. <laughs> I feel like. I feel like California. California is Tennessee. On the West Coast. If Tennessee had a beach, that would be California. <laughs> I love how they describe things like, oh, my God. Yeah, philosophical. I, I, just, philosophical. I just bought a cheesesteak from a place called Jake's Steaks, and Jake is from Philadelphia. Dude, probably the best cheesesteak I've ever eaten. Is he really from Philadelphia? Yes, what well, that's the word on the street. The logo is the Liberty Bell and the fucking places. I don't know. Fill you it out. Can go you on find Google out. Listen, that Liberty Bell. I'm just saying. You, you let's find really... out where he's at in Philly. Where he's from in Philly, and then we'll fucking clarify that. And also, Yo, the Wiz without the Wiz without was fire. I bought a double. I bought another one. Wiz without. So fucking dead. Yeah, because the onions that... give you diarrhea, bro. Uh, that makes no sense. Uh, Wiz without uh, or yeah. Wiz wit. No, no, whiz without no onion. No heart which... attack. There's no whiz without. Yeah, there's either whiz with. No, 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 no. Whiz without no onions. The whiz, I like the whiz, but no onions, cause the onions are bad yeah, for your whiz tummy. Whiz no onions. Huh? If you're not gonna get it heart attack style, what's even the point? That, that exactly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I wish I could send you guys pictures on the I, fucking I, podcast. Honestly, I don't even want to see her. I, I, I would love so to Mike. be disappointed. I'm I'm a Mike. little upset that you got Wiz without. Like, is that is that even real thing in America? That's a real no. thing. That's I a saw West the Coast. Full, that's I a saw the full West house Coast house. Thing. 
I saw the full house. You don't get that. They'll look at you and they'll probably pull a gun out and be like, uh, we don't do Wiz without son. Nah, nah, they're cool here. They they like they know the deal, yo. They're yeah, like you probably got have... fucking turkey meat in there too, didn't you? Horse. <laughs> I recommended the horse. He got the kangaroo meat. Yeah, go crikey, crikey. Oh crikey. They're probably nah. trying to turn you into a vegetable. But it just it costs you stupid money here to thrive, dude. It's crazy. Like yeah, you get did you take your guitar out there or what? I didn't, but I sang some karaoke. I'm gonna sing karaoke tonight oh, again. I'm telling you, just throw a Listen, hat on the please ground, get, play a guitar, get please have somebody take video of that. I'll do my best. Uh, no, you're gonna do it. No, not your best. You're gonna do it with whiz wit. You need yeah, it's kinda like a Mike Wiz whiz. Gold box. Anyway. Anyway. Mike, did you see that did you see that video I put up on uh, Instagram? Yeah, what was that? So that was that was during our game last night. We we played against Zach's team. Oh my god! Right, that's and what you guys were talking about. It no, was no, fun. No, we'll get into that. We'll get into that. There's a fucking toe drag after this, but so <laughs> what? Did, what did he want us to call him? Thanks, Coors bro. Snipe. Coors like. Uh, no, Coors Snipe. Coors Snipe. He didn't want to be named because he hates the publicity. But Coors. Core snipe went in, right? And went to take a shot. <laughs> that name is so corny. That name that name is so corny. All right, hold on. I, I need I need to get a fucking frame by frame yeah. of this. Alright. Alright, here we go. Oh man. Great. Did you see core snipe yet? Number ten? Oh we're about yep. You gotta clarify which number ten we had to Is that his name real life or is it a work? No, his real name is Derek LaCours, but we, we he don't want to be named, but I, I deemed him anyway. That's a fire name, though. That's a, that's how he sounds like fucking... Uh, Jesus Christ, what, are you going to fucking hole? Is he in a cave? Yeah, I'm like, a, what? I'm in a gas a station bathroom. I'm jacking in the gas station bathroom, okay? All right, so you buy a Wait, 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 wait. There's two number 10s. I don't like that. Tip the guy that the left men's league, man. The lefty, the lefty that shoots it, the first one. Is that in that? Not, oh. I'm not. I'm not that goalie. Damn it! You saw the first one. The first number ten take the shot, right? Yeah. And the goalie held his stick. Yo, they're really all pretty. It's crazy. What, what does he want me to call him? The core sniper. Core core snipe. Bro, you didn't snipe oh. shit. Call him Dick Taster. <laughs> so so this is what happens. He goes down, whips on the shot. The goalie fucking grabs his stick, right? As he grabbed his stick, the puck came out. The guy tucked it in, as you can see, right? Yeah. So, I so, tucked it. If you watch, if you watch the video real quick, did you watch the whole thing? Yeah, I'm watching it again. Watch number eight in the back check. Watch number eight on the back check. I mean, it, the play itself. Back check in men's league. Who back checks? Did you see it? Yeah. He comes in. Yeah, that was that was me. That was me. No <laughs> way, you yeah. lazy sack of shit. So this is the point. This is the point where this happens is on the previous nice play, ride. I go down and I try. I go to wrap the puck around the net, and two sticks are wrapped around my fucking like one around my fucking chest, one around my waist. Right? I look up at Zach and I go, "Are you fucking kidding me? That should be a call, right?" Ref I goes down. This, number one. Yeah, he laughed. He laughed, and then later on, I looked at him, like, in the beginning of the third period, I go, if I'm wrong, just tell me about it, if that wasn't a penalty. I just want to say, like, your team's defense is A1. Dude, 
<laughs> but listen to this shit, okay? Listen to this. Like you got, like, can you, I played... say you got four guys in the corner right now, and that's just <laughs> phenomenal. Like, listen to this, Mike. Okay, we played Zach's team the week before and smoked them eleven to five with six guys. Should have stuck to the six guys. Yeah, no shit. So then, so then we get to the pool and the goalie, and the third it was like a minute left. Right, defenseman that him and I don't see fucking eye to eye. He literally tries to fucking toe drag as the extra guy on the blue line. It didn't work out. Core Snipes scored an empty netter. Yeah, Core Snipes scored a fucking empty netter. Core Snipes. Yeah, what about PK Subban, guys? What the fuck was that all about? Uh, <laughs> let, let, let me clarify this. Eric probably feels like it's Christmas Day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Eric's probably fucking Eric pops to him every day. Dude, Eric I, well, Rob, Rob was at my house when it happened, and he was upstairs taking a shit during Braden's party. I had to text him to him. He goes, he comes downstairs, he goes, are you fucking serious? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Let's see. What's what's the incentive for Nashville to trade him there? Uh they got a D-man, uh Steven They Santini. got two they got two two young D-man and two fucking draft picks. For Somebody that. got a hand. Really they, they got a second round draft pick in 2019. They only got one out of it. So are they just going full rebuild at this point? Did they they get two? Just kidding. They, they did two. get two. I'm a fucking liar. Like I know, I know Pecorine is not a spring chicken, but are, have they get? They're just packing it in now. I, honestly, it seems like it. And, or, or what I'm thinking, they're kind of turning into New York Rangers, and like they're trying to regrow. Yeah, well, well, well. Hey, listen, I'm saying regrowing, not saying complete shit. I could have went there, but I didn't. You could have. You could have. I saw what you did there. Touche. You know, but it, 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 that's what I'm thinking. Like, it's just a rebuild for the next couple of years. Interesting. Or they're at bites. Like they're making the playoffs. You're wild, dude. They're making the playoffs. Uh, listen, I'm not saying anything after that this past season. I'm not not going to say this team's not. I'm not going to say they are. Like, watch next season. It's going to be Vancouver Canucks. They're going to be in like the finals for some reason. If I say that right now, someone can Venmo me a hundred grand. Don't worry, dude. We're, I already told you we're putting fucking four gra- or four hundred dollars down on the Flyers, bro. Vegas style. If the Flyers actually do something with this lineup, I'd be impressed. But every single time I say that, they they are like, ah, mediocre in the beginning of the season. Like, oh, they win, like, their preseason games. Oh, nice. We're, we're looking good before the season. Uh, they lose their first one. Oh, that's all right. Brush that one off. They lose the next four. Oh, fuck. And then they win, like, you know, maybe eight straight. Like, oh, we're looking good again. Fucking down the hill again. All we go. It's a fucking constant roller coaster in this organization. I'm going to have a goddamn well, aneurysm by 2020. There's no core stability. Although it is, it is nice to see the Flyers finally getting away from 1970s style hockey. Oh, you know they it. might finally be on the path to not. Radko Gudis is finally off the roster. That's all. Oh, diarrhea. I'm diarrhea. so happy he's gone, man. The only thing that I wish we didn't get rid of was Hartman. I, I actually like that kid. I like Ryan Hartman a lot. He was young. I mean, he was brand new to the team, and he had a lot to prove. I think. It's also a Philly style player. You know, he's, he's, he's going to play his heart out. That yeah. goes along like you said. And, that, and I think we, we don't really have a player like that. It's like, I, I, well, I really can't say that, but I really saw that the most out of him. Like, he literally screened Philadelphia players. Just, like, how hard he grinded and just the way that he played. Yeah, Wayne Simmons was the same way. That's why he was so beloved. Yep. That's why, that's why Giroux and Voracek were so frustrated, too, because – 
they have way more talent and they seem to manage to do way less with it than some of these other guys seem to do. Now, do you think it could just be like who they're lined up with or do you think it's just that they're not putting 100% in? I think it's mentality and, and their playing style. I think Giroux plays harder than it, he seems to be playing. I think Voracek is a classic Russian. He'll participate as little as he possibly has. Oh, he's a to. fucking Euro. He, that's yeah. why he's a Euro. Yeah. But uh, well, I really can't. Uh, a lot of Euros are, are like that. So, I don't know. I like. I just feel like Kevin hates to do well with us. Try to think most of the Well, one of the things for the Flyers going forward is what's going to be the identity of that team? You know, all, all these teams that win a cup have uh, sustained success. They all have an identity of some sort, something to rally around. The Flyers have been, you know, since they lost the whole, you know, Broad Street bully mentality, what are they going to become? You know, what's the identity of that team? And I, I don't think they have the guy to set that tone. Honestly, Zach, after a 2010 run, you're shot. Yeah. Like, honestly, ever since then, we had a couple playoff pushes, maybe one or two, like, you know, hey, round Mike. wins. Other than that, nothing. Yeah. Hello. Oh. Mike, you remember 1994 when I was born? Probably not. <laughs> Ask Alan. I remember. Okay. I remember. Time, huh? I remember. <laughs> Don't worry, guys. I'll just go sit on a pine cone and fucking spin. Don't worry. It'll be a great time. <laughs> Yeah, no. Hey, hey, Alan. Hey. August 3rd, man. Holtzman's, Holtzman's fight in the Prudential Center. Yeah, what do you got? You got a plug on that shit? Uh, yeah, I've been talking to him. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You got. I know you got the plug. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> Look at that G-Wagon. These motherfuckers out here are so fancy. Oh, they're so fancy. Yeah. He's fighting, he's fighting Dong Hing Ma. Dong Hing Ma. Yeah. He, the guys sounds like doing 1693 Scotch 12 and 3. Nice. I drove by a restaurant that was some wing tong. <laughs> you a sumo wrestler or what? No, it's a oh, Chinese yeah, restaurant. Easy, relax over there. Fucking goddamn it, assholes. Yeah, These hills cool. are no joke. If you guys never been out here, the San Francisco hills are no How far joke. are you from Alcatraz, bro? Uh, like three miles. I heard if you swim, they give you a fucking t shirt. Nah, 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 nah. You don't want to swim in that shit right now. I was going to go to the Pacific Ocean just to go to the Pacific Ocean. It's it's nice out, but in their terms of nice, it's Dude, too you imagine, you imagine The ocean you now, I'm listening. Do you imagine if you brought your guitar and went down the fucking Pacific Beach or Pacific Ocean on the beach and started playing and be a panty dropper around for you? I mean, it could very well be a possibility. However, unfortunate circumstances have not led to that outcome. Well, I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll send you a guitar right now. But uh, how long are you there? No, what, how long are you the there? water until tomorrow morning. The uh, the oh. water right now would be like New Jersey in April. Oh no shit! Oh really? oh yeah oh fuck that! It's probably <laughs> probably like fifty five degrees, if that. Bro, it's all right. I'd do it. I'd still do it. I know. I thought about it later tonight, but I don't know yet. Oh no! So don't cool. do that at night. I think of the Jaws scene, oh. man, where those guys go on the boat at night, or the chick goes and they get eaten. Nope. Look, if I don't I'm step foot in the ocean, bro. If I'm going out like Irwin, really? I'm going out like Irwin, dude. No, you're not. You're I, not I, 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 I go up. I go up to my ankles in the ocean. Absolutely that's it. not. I, 
I, I don't know, man. Like, I, I love to, like, do a surf and whatnot with my little plank ass. So, it's kind of, it works out great. I just, like, float along. Mike, we had a couple questions from uh, when I put that thing up today. Uh-oh, let's hear them. Did you see them at all or no? Nope. Can, there was uh, the one, I can't bring it up because I'm on my phone now. The one, one of the questions was, who, who do we think is the best Flyers defenseman all time? All time? Oh, man. Yeah, I, I said, I said Mark Howe. Oh, man. My thing is, I'm a huge Kimo Timonen fan. Huge. So, like, you guys realize we come from two different generations. And for me, I would always say Kimo Timonen just because he was kind of the starting genre of, like, small defensemen starting to play for the Flyers. And it kind of gave, like, smaller defensemen a, a real-time shot in a sense. So, like I said, yeah, Kimo Timonen is my guy. Then there was one, uh, why, what, what prompted us to start a podcast? And I already mean, like, we already, we already talked about the podcast before, so I, I, I just told him to pull. I mean, I don't mind. We can talk about it. It was one of those. If you can, yeah. If you, you want to talk about it, yeah. Well, it was kind of one of those things that, um, TJ and I, we both worked in for professional organizations, uh, for the equipment staff. And, uh, I worked up in the AHL with the Phantoms and TJ worked down the coach at the Royal, so it was funny. We kind of always, like, knew about each other but never really knew about each other, and then um, you know, when we ended up button heads working for this junior team, we kind of put two and two together, and we were like, oh, no shit, we worked at the same organization or, you know, the same farm system, you know, same time. So, it was funny because we were able to relate a lot on that, but when we worked with our junior team, and uh, we were coming back from a roadie one day, and he just looked at me. He's like, yo, you know what? We should just, you know, start a podcast. I looked at him. I was like, get the fuck out of here. Like, I was just – I literally laughed about it, kind of like like it was never going to happen. And, uh, yeah, one day out of the blue, he was just like, yo, let's just do it. And I was like, all right, you know, fuck it. Let's do it. And, uh, yeah, here we are. Uh, what, 30 some podcasts later? 33. 33. 33rd, man. Yeah, man. So that's what I mean. It's just kind of one of those things like one day we woke up, we are like, you know what, let's do it and uh, talk about our experience. And like I said, we love talking about general general topics, not always NHL, but locker room talk, especially men's league junior guys and just good roadie stories and if anyone has any. But. Well, I mean, it's we're, we're what, four months and we already have 3.1 listeners, 3.K? Yeah. That's fire. Yesterday was my 33rd birthday, so it's ironic that this is the 33rd podcast. Happy birthday, man. Happy birthday, Alan. Happy birthday. Meant to be. If I could get some strange, that would just top the cake, the icing on the cake. (laughs) Listen, listen, that corner you're still standing on, just stay there until it gets dark out. You're going to have some luck. Oh, well, yeah, you can pay for puss out here, but I don't pay. Oh God, I, I don't know if I would want to. I feel like it well, comes you mean, with like you, an STD afterwards. Like I feel like it's you, yeah, first. yeah. We we already we already know about that fucking issue. Yeah, yeah like, we don't need no heat, no heat, <laughs> no, no itchiness. Got it. <sighs> None at all. None at all. <laughs> Shit's fire. Oh, so Alan, what are you doing out there? I forgot to ask you that. So I was thinking to myself, you know, I'm making money with corporate America, and I'm like, let me go do something that's memorable for my day of earth arrival <laughs> these fucking hills so you you fucking flew what like three thousand miles just for your 2650 oh sorry <laughs> sorry so yeah i've been i've left the country about 14 times 15 times so i could have get went anywhere in the world honestly and i'm like yo 
for the money I spent in San Francisco. Oh, shit. The money I spent in San Francisco, I could have went to the Bahamas and stayed in, like, Puff Daddy suite. So why didn't you? <laughs> because I've never been to California, and I'm like, let's try it. So what do you I had to pay. I had to pay extra for a toilet so that I could have a full bathroom. What? <laughs> why San Francisco? Well, I have friends out this way, and I'm like, if I'm going to go to California by myself, at least if I know somebody, it's a bonus. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, you knew somebody in Chicago, and look what happened there. Yeah, but this is a dude, and there's no relations. Okay, okay, fair enough, fair enough. That's so old, Old-time childhood friend, old-time childhood friend. Hmm. But uh, it's enough. nice. These people are fucking friendly. And yeah, everyone, everyone uh, enjoys blowing sweet, uh, aromatic fragrances into the air everywhere. Literally everywhere. You walk is on it, a corner. It legal? It's legal out there, isn't it? Yeah, basically. You so can, you're, you're fucking, you're going to town, aren't you? Oh, if I told you that I didn't walk into a store and purchase uh, a few goodies here and there that I couldn't do in New Jersey, I'd be lying to you. Hey, Several you're times. You're an honest man, man. Like I went to I went to Marin County to Montel Williams shop, and basically his is the first shop in the state of California to uh, sell Skittles. Dude, what? What? Dude, he wasn't really? there. Go that would have been detail, sick if he was there. Had Riley on here talking about cannabis. I don't care. I want to listen to this. Let's let's hear it. What, what do they have? I want to know. It was like, uh, you know what, we, we get a lot of good import-export services from the West Coast. So what we're used to on the West Coast, if you have a really good connection, you don't really lose because it's quite similar. Uh, I went to a couple places and I basically went in there sounding like your average tourist. Like, I need the strongest, most effective product that you have on the market today. In a sense, that basically means if I feel like I'm in a coma standing up, you've done your job. <laughs> so as I'm waiting for this, they're just very friendly. And, you know, they take your ID and they check you out. You know, you don't need a, a particular prescription card. And, uh, and that's that. Then you walk out of there and you can freely roam how you roam. Hey, man, that's, that's badass. So at least you can do that. The homeless are living the dream out here. I'll tell you, I saw a dude, he had a queen-size bed and a fucking box spring right on the street. Yo, kicking it. Yo, I wonder how much cum was on that fucking mattress. Who knows who's busting where? I'm just telling you what I've seen. Guy just comes up to it, and he, like, pisses on it like he's, the, like he's a dog, like, lifts his leg. Yeah, oh, now, realistically, though, in a nutshell, if none of you have ever been here, this is my analytics of the city of san francisco now if you subtract the giant fucking yo, if they got snow out here bro you'd be able to ski on the streets and be able to ski the entire length of the city because the hills are so tall and narrow and just berm like bunny slopes dude if they had snow out here it would be a rat every street you could ski down every street i'm not even kidding you it'd be like your own ski mountain crazy but they don't they don't obviously but uh the aesthetics visually very comparable to how manhattan is so if you walk into certain areas of manhattan you have your brownstone 
um, you know, storyfront homes, and they may next they may be next to a bodega or a laundromat comparable to that. Now it's just higher end, and they don't have any uh, bodegas really. It's actually hard to buy cigarettes or a can of soda pop or you know things like that. But you can basically buy beer and wine everywhere. Um, the uh, city is built like Philadelphia. So aesthetically by the appeal, visually, it's New York. But the way that the blocks are set up, minus the hills, it's Philadelphia. So as long as you know that you need paper on paper to come out here just to thrive for a couple days, because it's seriously that expensive, you would like Philadelphia, uh, San Francisco. People are nice. I like the people. I thought, I thought someone was going to tell me to go fuck myself or give me that <laughs> stare, like, go fuck yourself without telling you to go fuck yourself. So I'm thinking to myself, everyone smiles. They don't even give you that go fuck yourself stare. And I was like, I kind of want somebody to be like, what the fuck are you looking at, bro? Like, yes, yes, I'm home. But uh, a <laughs> sports bar right next to my hotel was owned by a dude from Brooklyn and his partner is uh, from Philadelphia. So stayed close at home there. Um, I found this cheesesteak spot where the guy's originally from Philly. So, I mean, it, it's all relative out here. It's just, so he says it's probably the same kind of idea minus uh, the age difference. So people how far how far are you from that cheesesteak place at this point? I'm now like a mile. I, I, I need you to go out. to that. I need you. I need you to go to that place and ask him what his roles are. I could call them and find out what the role. Dude, dude, it was a dang sandwich. Take my word that this shit was stupid. I'm telling good. you, it's not a real. It's it's not it's not a real Philly cheesesteak. You're not a real Philly cheesesteak. <laughs> oh, I'm a real fucking Philly cheesesteak. That you beard is not a real <laughs> Philly cheesesteak. I'm a real Philly cheesesteak. All right, it's you're, not real. You're it's a quality beard now. Probably a it's quality cheesesteak. There's a good amount of gray in there. It's looking real nice. Fuck yeah, I'm looking like fucking Jumbo Joe with the fucking, you know, gray, brown, fucking little bit of little bit of fucking red hair in there. You know, yeah, you know. You're yeah. playing men's league on the NHL. No big deal. Yeah, yeah, no big deal. Yeah, no big deal. No big deal. Yeah. Except, you know, he's twice my age and still a lot better than me. No big deal. He's all right. Don't blow his fucking head up. He's okay. Uh, you know he's he okay. did get he eliminated as a number like one seed. Fucking... <laughs> yeah, I did. I, I did. I, I did. I did get eliminated as well as a number one seed. Um, what? Yeah, we're not here to, to default you on your defaults, my friend. You know what I'm saying? It's okay. Uh, that's kind of why I'm here. Yeah, no, I'm here for that. How did that? What was the score? Uh, eight seven five. five, eight five with an empty netter. Okay, well, that means the game uh, was, the game, was the game was tied at one point, it was multiple times. Yeah. And then uh, goalie shit the bed or no? This is this is what happens, okay? All season, okay? All season, we played as a fucking team. The nine games I showed up all season out of fucking 15, right? When I was there, we played as a team, and, you know, I dished the fucking puck off as much as possible, right? As soon as the fucking playoffs come around, everyone was fucking individual, didn't want to fucking pass the puck. It was, it was just fucking, I was losing my mind. And the fact that I had two fucking guys on me at all times, which was bullshit because of fucking Derek. <laughs> to be, to be, TJ's being completely honest there. That you guys really did break down and collapse under. The other thing is most of the teams do not play during the regular season. 
everybody sandbags, and then when you get into the playoffs, it ends up being a free-for-all because you actually see guys, you know, putting forth effort and trying, and you got you got screwed because it was brutal. I was losing my mind. Yeah, I would be pissed. I'm not going to lie. Simple hockey wins games. Not finesse. Well, defense I'll, I'll wins you, games. I'll tell you, it, like, Zach, Zach fucking played his dick off. There were shots. Like, I was – and he'll tell you, I'll shoot anywhere on him. Absolutely. Like, I, I'll shoot from my own goal line. I'll shoot from my own blue line. I'll shoot from the red line on him. I don't care. And there was times where fucking pucks were, like, deflecting off a fucking skate, taking weird-ass bounces, and he so, – like, somehow he was making the fucking saves. That actually was one of your best shots you shot off of the bottom of uh, Core Snipe's skate. And it, oh, Derek, Derek LaCourse? It, <laughs> it probably bounced. 20 times before it got to Yeah. Bad. And it had some fucking steam on it. And he fucking, oh, let me just stick my fucking glove up. I'm going to fucking glove you. <laughs> and just show you the puck afterwards. I won't glove you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Personal preference. Yo, T, you got anything else, man? Dude, I just want to talk about our new fucking twigs we got. Oh, yeah. So, uh, for all you guys don't know, we're uh, sponsored by AT8 Hockey. And uh, I'm actually going to get some pictures of the sticks. I got my, my, my two and Mike's two. And we, we're the first two sets in the line. They're not even out yet. I would love the to guy, see a picture of your sticks. Oh, absolutely. I'll show you my stick. I'll DM it to you. I uh, love stick picks. Both of your two. I want both stick, sticks. <laughs> stick picks are the best. Yes, yes. So, if you guys don't know, go to ATA Hockey on Facebook and Instagram. Go to I'll, I'll put it up, you know, on our Instagram as well. Their new sticks and everything. Check it out. They're ridiculous. Like I was FaceTiming Mike with them, and just you know, we gave them what we use, everything to a T. They got downright the specs on the stick, the curve, and everything. So go check them out at ATA Hockey on Instagram and Facebook. Are they making goalie sticks? Yes, sir. Ooh. Yeah, and that's huge, too, because I know a lot of companies that are starting out, they don't really make goalie sticks right away. So, for them to make goalie sticks, and they look good from all we, the uh, picks we got. Yeah. Also, also guys, check out uh, Rink Rat Hockey. Uh, best best uh, company in the game right now for wheels, for inline hockey. Go check them out at Rink Rat Hockey on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, if you're going to purchase for them, we'll give it a discount and put in the promo code Dusty Dimes. And then, of course, we can't forget about, we have two more sponsors. Uh, one is Bear Beards. Bear Beards, again, like we always been saying, they've been with us since pretty much our first podcast. Um, if you guys go to Etsy.com and you guys need any of your beard essentials, it's B-A-R-E Beards. And uh, they have all your beard essentials from the oils, bombs, chapsticks, combs. Uh, they even have merchandise or, uh, order. So that's on Etsy.com. But if you guys want to leave a good review and, you know, talk to a couple of their guys that work for them, go to Facebook.com. And it's B-A-R-E, Beards. And I believe the promo code is GONGSHOW10 for Etsy.com. So if yeah. you guys type yep. that in at the end of the order, and also if you guys go to Facebook and let them know that you guys listen, they'll probably give you another 10% off. So... Not 100% on that one, but I know if you use our promo code show 10 on Etsy.com, they will give you a 10% off your entire order. And last but not least, we can't forget about Kelly at Goodwood Hockey and also John Chiavo. Uh, John is also partnered up with her. 
and he will be heading to Barcelona in what next week, couple weeks. Yeah, I think so. He, I think he's. Uh, they're heading down the tours. I believe they're heading down the tours this week. I'm not sure. Don't quote me on that. But I think it's after tours are heading to Barcelona for the World Games. And how did they do this past weekend? Uh, not good. They uh, they got knocked out of the playoffs. And I was uh, I was actually texting Kelly during the Phillies You're game, good. and she said she said that you know they were all very distraught. They didn't know what what the hell happened. So that happens. Though. I know. I know. I know they'll come back hard for. Um, State Wars at the end of July and August because State Wars hands out, I believe, a $20,000 prize. Put it this way. John now is probably determined. Like, th- that kid hates losing from what, like, oh, we saw and Kelly was telling us. So, like, this kid is not going to lose a game that's what I think. Like, the way that the kid plays and the way that he thinks, his IQ is like a 300 on the surface. But, oh, but let me let me just say I, I watch before the garbage disposal has to happen. <laughs> I watched. I I saw John's his goal and Joey DiMartino's goal in the fucking Narch Pro thing. You got. I'll send it to you, Mike, and the rest of you guys. Just disgusting. Dude, Joey's gonna be unreal. Just disgusting. Max and Joey are gonna be so disgusting too. Like I can't wait to see how good they get. Like within the next couple years. But um, hey, real quick. So if we can touch real quick on Goodwood Hockey. So if you guys want to purchase any shirts uh, from our sponsor or any type of merchandise from their hats, they also have. Out. Um, not 100 sure, 100% sure when. Let me double check that. Um, but anyway, if you guys want um, to purchase any type of their gear, go to goodwithhockey.com. If you want to learn about any type of their information or about them, they have a complete link on in the menu. If you want to learn about John Schiavo, they have a complete page for him as well. Um, so if you guys use or if you guys purchase the Sport Nebula t-shirt, um, a portion of that goes to Charity Water. So that's a big part of Kelly's. When that, I think that's one of the biggest reasons why Kelly started good with hockey. She's always up to back. So um, if you guys look into that shirt, it does come in adult and youth sizes and women. So, again, go to goodwithhockey.com and give them some love. That it's easy. I, I got nothing else, brother. Yeah, I, and another another shout out to Black Biscuit Hockey as well. We'll give them a follow on Instagram and uh, Facebook as well. Yeah, Yo, I got a question for you guys. Let's hear it. Sure. When are we gonna get some Dusty Dimes gear available? It's it, we're working on it. We're working on it. We we we'll get that in the rest for you. Um, we're gonna try to get something drawn up or uh, we're gonna talk to you Black Biscuit. Hockey. Black Black Biscuits actually making jerseys for us as well. Yes. Nice. Right. Like. Like now. Did so. you receive the check or no? Yes, sir. Yes, excellent. Yeah, so we're going to have that going, and then um, we're going to come up with a couple ideas because we're going to obviously want to get um, our sponsors incorporated on these shirts. So, yeah. Yeah, because we got Hockey Hockey is Hockey is another event we're going to be going to in August, so we have to have some merch Yeah. when we go out there. Yeah, I'll sell to the fans. Yeah. Autographs, so. photo sessions. Stick picks. Stick picks. Stick. Got all the stick picks. <laughs> Hashtag stick picks. Yo, I like it. I like it a lot. But, hey, guys. But other than that, Zach and uh, Alan, thank you for coming on tonight. It's been hey, a pleasure. For having me. Yep, stay dusty, yeah. guys. Stay, stay dusty. Stay here, guys.